Warning, content not suitable for children. Listener discretion advised, yo. Screaming Chewy Show, your source of entertainment and overall fuckery. And the show starts now. This episode is brought to you by Dubby Energy. Tired? Hmm? Craving an energy drink, but you don't want to feel shitty and jittery afterwards? Well, try Dubby. Dubby Energy has this Nero Factor. It's a patented all-natural coffee cherry extract to help fuel you. Yeah, this ingredient is what gives Dubby its laser-focused and fast reflex effects, making it perfect for gamers. So, whether it's just had a long night, you know, just need some energy to go to work, Maybe a pre-workout or you want to get some gaming done. Dubby is for you. I highly recommend this. And they got some amazing flavors as well. Uh, very creative too, such as Dragonade, right? Dragonberry and Lemonade. Um, Galaxy Grenade. Beach and Peach. Yes, delicious. It's basically Kool-Aid that gets you pumped. So what the hell are you waiting for? Check them out at Dubby.gg. That's D-U-B-B-Y dot G-G. Yeah, and guess what? And for 10% off, at checkout, enter this coupon code, right? I got you. It's Screaming Chewy SH, all right? All together, caps. Screaming Chewy SH. And yeah, you got 10% off. Dobby, check them out. Welcome back to another exciting episode of Screaming Chewy Show, and I'd like to welcome special guest, Harry Too Scary, host of Harris is Drinking Again podcast. What's happening, bro? How you doing, my man? Thank you for having me. Yeah, man, it's a pleasure. I'm excited for this, man. So am I, man. It's a quick uh, make connection, but I'm sure it'll be a long-lasting one. Right. Steve, like, just introduced us today, and, we're like, hey, and he's like, what are you guys doing tonight? Boom. Interview podcast. <laughs> hey, that's what I like, man. Anytime uh, I can surround myself with just go getters, man. People that are like, you no, know, I mean, what's the way? What are we really? Facts, you know, bro. Had Facts. a couple things going on, but nothing, nothing to stop me from doing a, what I really love to do. What we do, bro, get things done. And uh, shout out to Steve Joyner, by the way. He's a guy who connected us, homie, and a great guy, by the way. And yeah. uh, so tell me about your podcast, bro. This name, just the name itself, it sounds lit as fuck, bro. Man, Harris is drinking again. Uh, I am uh, Dakota Harris. That's my full name, a.k.a. Harry Too Scary. Um, you know, the original name, just Harris is drinking again. It's kind of an inside joke going back to when I was a kid with some of my closest friends. Uh, one of my good brothers, every time I would get drunk, you know, disappear, you know, be, I guess be doing something crazy. And he'd go around and ask, like, where's Harris? Where's Harris? And then whatever the rebuttal would be, and he would say, oh, shit, Harry's drinking again. And I I hated it back then. And I would always, because he'd always call me Harry. I'm like, bro, I'm not a Harry. That's an ugly ass name. So I kind of flipped it. And uh, just put the Harris on it, you know, and uh, kind of just ran with it, stuck with it. But but the concept of the show, you know, it started as a music-based podcast, um, really highlighting um, my own music. I have some music out there on Spotify, iTunes, uh, et cetera, under the name Harry Too Scary. Nice. And... Um, 
me and my, my co-host has a deeper meaning, you know, because he's a 20 years my elder and he has a different view on the world. And he says, man, with all the things going on in the world, you know, it'll cause anybody to drink again. You know, so he kind of put that, you know, twist on there. Yo, That's I like the, that, you know, you and your co-host, it sounds like a pretty good balance right there. We're complete opposites, but we're we're so alike in, in, in a lot of ways, you know, um, not to get too off on the religion or whatever, but, I, you know, my, I myself am not much of a believer per se. Mm-hmm. I believe in something, but it's not defined. Uh, he's a, like a hardcore uh, Christian Seventh-day Adventist. And um, so we, we always have some good uh, dynamics you know, on the podcast and I'm still open to learning. And so we, our conversations on the show, a lot of the times he takes, you know, he's the master, I'm the student. And that's kind of the role, roles that we play. So it's, um, and we talk a lot about masculinity, uh, manhood, fatherhood, just nice. have fun. I talk about what I'm drinking like tonight, uh, you know, gin on the rocks with a little Jack Daniels down Ooh. home punch. What is that an actual drink, or did you make that up? Uh, no, it's just um, uh, no, it's an actual drink. Here we got the, the Jack Daniels uh, down home punch, and then the uh, you know just sipping some gin on the rocks. Well, I've never had that Jack Daniels down home punch. What? Yeah, it's there. Uh, like it's like a wine cooler uh, sort of deal. You know, you find it in your uh, local liquor store next to the Trulies and. <laughs> and so, you're, all the, so you're mixing that with gin? Ooh, you're hardcore, bro. <laughs> yeah, man. You know, just to sip a little, little backer off that. But yeah, I like I like to drink my my liquor uh, straight. Gin's the only thing I drink on the rocks. Uh, whiskey neat, uh, tequila neat. I love Jack sure. and Coke, bro. That's my drink right there. Jack and Coke, man. I, I try to stay away from the soda, but when I do, uh, you know, give me a Jack and ginger ale, I'll be all right. Oh, dude, I've never had Jack with ginger ale, but I have had scotch, and that was amazing. Good stuff, yeah. Maker's ginger, you know, anything. You can't really go wrong. It's a good, cuts it real nice, man. I love it. Man, and um, so tell me more about your show. So you guys are complete opposites, different points of views on the show, but I like how um, you guys don't argue, right? Like, you guys respect each other's opinions. You know, we, yeah, we like argument. We, we, it's not a main focus. It's not like a show that we're going, you know, we debating on things. You know, he's just locked in on his faith and I'm locked in on, you know, my belief in just, um, you know, I, I hate to even say, Oh, I'm spiritual and all this stuff. You know, I just, um, I, I go against the grain Mm-hmm. In almost everything I do in life, and I've always been that way. And, but we complement each other because we're very understanding, and that's what our our platform really wanted to to get across, especially in this day and age of censorship, cancel culture, etc. Even though we're using you know these public platforms, where you know us small guys are still able to you know provide the people that do come on a free speaking uh, platform. Yo, for you know, real. as much as we can. Yeah, we just try to be very, just very open and, and, and honest. You know, I talk about my past, uh, you know, uh, drug use, uh, you know, drug addiction. Uh, he, he he was born in the Philippines, actually, so he, he's an immigrant. And uh, he speaks, you know, a lot about, uh, you know, just basically being a poor immigrant and, and growing up in this country. Mm-hmm. Yep. Damn, man. And um, so, like, does any of that um, what, how old are you, by the way? I am uh, thirty-five. Oh, okay. Oh shit, you're the same age as me. Okay, I thought you were younger for some reason, bro. It might just be my my young young spirit shining through. Thank you, man. Facts, man. But you know. <laughs> 
when it comes to beliefs and stuff, I'm the same page as you, bro. Um, I don't believe in a certain religion because there's a lot of corruption in all the religions, but a lot of them have very good concepts and, you know, like good things to follow. Um, but yeah, I'm like you, bro. I'm open-minded and I do believe in a God and my homie and known him for 20 plus years and he's heavy into Christianity and it's the same thing, bro. Like me and him will have deep ass conversations and, but we won't argue, you know, we'll just understand and respect each other's opinions. Yeah. We're like, oh, cool. Well, you don't believe that? All right. Well, cool. You know, I do, but it's cool. You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's good to have that uh, dynamic, you know, especially in today's world, we got to show maybe younger men, younger than us, like that we can have, you know, we can have a conflict of words. And it doesn't have to go to fisticuffs or violence, too. You know, it's like bygones be bygones, man. And we can still break bread. You don't have to uh, agree, you know, with everybody. But we've had a couple of heated exchanges. A couple of weeks ago, we had a, you know, a nice discussion. And, you know, we get passionate. And, you know, I don't give a, I don't give a fuck. I, uh, you, know, I, you know, and all this stuff. And, um. No, I don't care what you think, bro. I don't care what you think, bro. You know, it's like, it's like, you can't prove to me. Like all that stuff you're saying, I get it. I get it. But you can't prove to me that, man. You know, we, mm-hmm. we do that whole thing. Especially and, when you're uh, drinking. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, but it's always in like, just, you know, good harmony. And as much as I don't believe in whatever, like I'm, I'm open to, cause I, I tell them all the time, man, um, shit, I feel like my life would be a lot easier if I had, uh, like an actual God or faith that I just believed in and I could run to, man. You know, a lot of times I tell, tell my co-host, like, man, like you be relying on the prayer too much, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's one of my things, man. Um, most people that I know that pray are poor. That's just like, yeah, like my, my thing. Like, I, I don't that's know any... Deep, bro, I never thought of it that way. Holy shit. Like, I don't know any... Uh, not that I know super rich or wealthy people, but just the people that I have known growing up or whoever, like they're, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it, they don't rely on prayer to get them through. They're just, they do that shit. You know? Facts. Got to make it happen. But on the side note, I do believe in the power of prayer though. Cause you know, there are times where you are helpless and there's yeah. nothing you could do, but just pray. You know, if, Sometimes you can't make it happen. Sometimes you're just in a hole and you're like, well, all I yeah. could do is just look up and say, Hey man, can you help me? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I guess I can, you know, I can relate. Cause I, I would just say like, I meditate, you know, uh, or whatever. Like I, I definitely, um, you know, appreciate silence. I'll just say. And, um, you know, I always get weird about the prayer cause, and I talk to my buddy about this a lot. I get caught up in how I'm supposed to pray, right? Like before I even try to open myself up to pray, I'd be, um, they've been telling all sorts of different religions is always, you know, there's no certain way, this and that, but I always get down on my knees when I, you know, when I do, I just did this a couple weeks ago, actually, like a legit prayer, right? And I put my, my thumbs in the corner of my eyes and I, you know, on, on the edge of the bed, on my knees and, and that's how I do it. And I have this thing in my head that, um, you know, it won't work unless I do it that way. <laughs> oh, shit. Kind of like OCD-ish you know? a little bit. Yeah, like I just feel like, because then other people say, well, like, well, I pray in the car. I pray in the, Well, I talk to myself all day, every day, bro. I'm talking about if there was a, a damn, you know, if I knew that there was really a camera in, in my house, which there's cameras in all our house these days, but, um, man, if someone tapped into my computer or something like that, I mean, you would think I, I would belong in an asylum ward, man. I talk to myself. I answer myself. Uh, I talk to <laughs> I do, man. It's just, um, I was the only child. <laughs> and, uh, ever since I was a kid, man, I just like be in my mind. And, uh, so in the form, I mean, I think that, you know, that's but whatever. It's a prayer, talking to the universe, talking to God. You know, just, uh, I think there's something to just speak in your thoughts, you know? 
You know, so, there's some truth to that, bro. Because there's many times where, you know, I I'm going through a situation and I'm like, fuck, man, this is fucked up. Like, what the fuck am I gonna do? And then like, think like something happens, and things work out. Like, and I'm like, and I look up and I'm like, all right, I know you heard me. You know, thanks for that. I know you heard me. <laughs> Yeah. Now, see, like with that one, like when, like, like that one's tough. Like, I, I don't have a, like, I don't know, you know, know what I believe. Like, I'm not set on the firm. I just say, like, if there's something out there, right? But I'm not sure how much I put into, like, he he makes it happen for me. Like mm-hmm. other people would, you know, I, mm-hmm. I don't, um, at least I, you know, I'm not sure on that in my, I get it. You got to give yourself credit too. You know, I get it. The universe of every religion and none written by Roderick Edwards, narrated by John Ashton Nickerson. Roderick Edwards is the author of books as varied as a fictional account of a person living in a deserted world to an autobiography about his adoption and reunion to this book about the universe. Find out more at RoderickE.com. Like like when people are like, you know, oh, thank you, God, for getting me this job or this and that. And I'm like, wait, you fucking worked your ass off. You applied you put all the work. Give yourself some credit too, you know. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Now, I have to bring this up because I, I, in my own personal journey, I've came to terms with. Um, I like the word Holy Spirit. I, I like. I, I feel comfortable with saying that. As far as like. I know what the Holy Spirit is. Now, some people might get, oh, he had to use this to get there. But I, I did DMT on my 33rd birthday. And, and I, I, I feel like I felt the Holy Spirit. When I smoked DMT, that was the Holy Spirit. That was God to me. Did you and, talk to any beings? Because I've done DMT as well, bro. I did it last year. So, okay, this is going to be beautiful then. So, and, you know, not, wasn't the, you know, the talking and everything, but, but the feeling, like for me, I felt this complete warmth. It was, the main thing other than the visuals and, and all the aesthetics that were taking place was this complete sense of love, man. Mm-hmm. I've just, um, I was sitting there <laughs> It was me and my brother side by side, and my best friend was playing babysitter, and he was standing over us, and none of us knew what the hell was going on. And we were watching the documentary and shit of these the people like in Mexico and down by Peru doing this shit, like oh, hella spazzing yes, out. Yeah, like hella spazzing out. And um, I took my head, and I, you know, my eyes kind of go up and. Like I see the, I call it the veil or whatever. Like I just see, almost like a portal. And it, it didn't help that I was looking straight at the door. And the exact thing I focused on was like the key, was the peephole. And that shit opened up in like a portal instantly. The veil was just unleashed. And I was just shot into just, it, 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 it instantly went like ancient tribal, like, oh, you know, you know, color shapes that I can't even describe, you know, like just like shifting past me and I'm just, I'm trying to process all this. And, and then it went to like some almost like jungleistic, like real primal shit, ancient uh, feeling. But then about, man, I don't know, 45 seconds, a minute in the, the feeling of just true warmth, like radiating from my heart inside my chest I was just I just was holding myself rocking back and forth man and um I just I mean I felt like a baby in a womb or something you know I mean uh man 
just that you know it, that's what Jesus or I, you know I don't know, and I'm like whoever made reptiles and made man, you know, you put you give us this magical, you know, ability to whatever that shit is in the toad, man. Damn. Yeah, bro. That made me. That makes me, you know, just believe in something. But I feel like, man, you know, like we're taught lies ever since we're born. I'm very conspiratorial, you know. Yeah, and, you know, I think people like us that ask are very kind of frowned upon because, like, people that are heavily religious, they're like, don't ask no questions. You know, they're, like, very old school, like, respect your elders, which I believe, but they're also like, oh, don't don't question your religion. You just believe. You know what I mean? And me and you are like, nah, I got some questions. <laughs> you super questions, man, yeah. I think from our generation, so yeah, I mean, you know, we're born in 87 and and everything, and we're just naturally, the, the boomers, our, our parents were definitely just so brainwashed and controlled and you know they still continue to do it each generation and now they're coming up with different tactics with all these devices man I got a seven year old and it just like pains me sometimes to think how he's going to be within 20 years Mm. real for real but but they'll find a way I just want even my kids to just just like question stuff bro don't even you know take my word for you know right freaking Life and death, but everybody else is worth questioning. Nah, but even, you know, as he gets older, man, like, even me, question, you know, question me, man. You know, don't, don't just believe exactly. stuff I'm putting in your ear when that's, you get to a certain age. Facts. That's what I tell people when I, I'm telling them something. They're like, I don't believe you. And I'm like, you don't have to. Look it up yourself, bro. <laughs> um, But, you know, back to the DMT, bro, the, um, when I did it, I don't know if you felt this, but did it hit you instantly? Like, as soon as I took a hit, bro, like, I felt it all over my body, like, euphoria, bro. Like, I melted into my chair, bro. It was amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, within within four seconds Mm -hmm. type shit, like. And I remember my first words was just simply, oh, fuck. (laughs) Me too, bro. I'm like, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Yup. And like, cause uh, <laughs> man, shout out to my my brother, man. I grew up an only child, but I have a half brother, man. And um, you know, we that we didn't grow up, and we just met each other like a few years ago, barely. Uh, and fucking, I've been wanting to do you know DMT since I heard Joe Rogan talk about it in like 2011. Oh, he and always talks about <laughs> fucking Joe Rogan. Yeah, and then I watched that. The documentary, The Spirit Molecule, I, I think back in like t- 2012, yep. that shit came out. Yeah, And I was just, like I had done ayahuasca before, and that was cool, but I mean, I, I don't know if the, if you know, that dude made it right, what have you. It was nice, but it wasn't like the ayahuasca trips that I would still watch in you know, people drinking it and they're just like, you know, spazzing it out by the river and stuff. Whoa. So is that more intense than DMT? No, no, the, the drink is less intense, but I've still seen people drink it and have completely like just off the wall trips. You know, my first ayahuasca trip, I was just chilling, light visuals, like very good body high, but everybody around me was like, Doing some different shit. Yo, what the fuck is right. going on? <laughs> What's wrong with me? Why am I? Why am I not tripping like that? No, and and I was the only one not to purge. You know, aka throw up. Oh. Everyone's like, everyone, but they're saying the one guy's like, nah, bro, you gotta, you gotta throw up. And the other guy's, no, if your body's telling you not to throw up, you can't throw up, bro. <laughs> and I was just like, fuck, you're right. I'm not gonna throw up. I don't feel like I have to throw up. <laughs> no know? fuck it I'll just go with the flow Whatever yeah, happens when, Happens Yeah But I've done like Mushrooms And I'm just a A connoisseur In Those sort of things you know, 
in my past mostly now it's just legal substances but um you know uh, what are we talking about sorry man yeah bro yeah. so i so i i heard that uh awayaska is the same as dmt or is that different because they're both extracted it's, from plants right yeah to my knowledge i mean it's like it's the liquid form of DMT. Oh, in I some, see. So in you, some capacity, yeah. So you digest it instead of smoke it. That's the difference, yeah. right? Okay. Yeah, we you know we drank it. We sat around, played some music. I was in a dark basement, and I was, I just had the urge to go outside because naturally it's like get me out of here, bro. Get me out of here. That's, mm-hmm. that's like my first thought out of uh, of anything. It's my first instinct. When if I feel like I'm having an anxiety attack, a panic attack, it's just like, get me out of here. You know, like, <laughs> I have to go outside, bro. Like, there's some, just something about air on your face. It's like, okay, we're outside. It's cool. <laughs> Everything's going to cool. be okay. <laughs> Even if it's on your balcony, your back porch, like, bro, I got I to go just stand outside for a minute. Mm-hmm. And uh, I've done mushrooms as well, bro. And, I actually have this candy bar that has mushrooms in it. Um, it's got a whole eighth of mushrooms in the candy bar. Oh, God. And uh, it comes in oh. squares. And in the back, it oh. says, if you want a microdose, take these many squares. If you want a oh, light yeah. trip, take this. If you want a fucking trip balls, take the whole bar. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I got a story about that as well. Oh, shit. Oh, let's hear it. Yeah. Let's hear it. I mean, wish my co-host was here to back the story up, give it some more comedic flair. But, man, so I do pretty well with mushrooms. Now, let me state this. I like to blend, blend. I, I weigh them out, and then I blend them down to my Vitamix in a fruit smoothie or something and drink it. I drink it, everything. That's the best way i found. Um, but I have to weigh them out. And, uh... Man, about 1.7 is what I'm willing to like do on my own and and be cool somewhere. You know what I mean? Okay. Any more than that, I'm gonna be like I have to be outside. Like I could be in the house. I don't even like to be in the house on the gram and a half, but I can't. Um, you know, I edit, do music, just gets me in the fuck. I try to play guitar, all sorts of stuff. <laughs> but um, I had this uh. I was in uh, the town over here, uh, Windover, one night, one, one night, and my boy had a, it's called a Trippy Bar, I think, some shit, Trippy Bar. Nice name. And it was half, it was like, I believe, 500 milligrams THC, 500 milligrams psilocybin, or a thousand, thousand, I believe five, five, like a thousand milligram bar of both. Fuck. And then, um. And I'm like, okay, this is going to be fun. Now, edibles don't do shit to me. You know, I, I can eat, like, they just don't work on me. I smoke my weed, that's it. Um, I could eat, I could put down 600 milligrams of just weed, like, it's nothing, it's not going to do nothing. Bro, that's a fuckload, bro. Yeah, and I, and I, and I tried this specifically because I wanted to know. And, and the first time legalization happened, I went to Reno, Nevada, and purchased roughly 600 milligrams of edibles and ate them all from within 6 p.m. to maybe midnight, 1 a.m. Bro. That night. For people and, that don't understand how much that is, so I ate this, just real quick, by the way, sorry for interrupting. Um, I ate this little Rice Krispie treats, but it was Fruity Pebbles, and it was an edible, right? Mm-hmm. That had 750 milligrams of THC. I, I ate half of it. And I was high for like five fucking hours, bro. Like stupid stoned. So yeah, six hundred is a lot. <laughs> yeah, and I don't know what it is about my body. It just doesn't break down the the cannabinoids like that. When I Damn. when I do the weed, but so I'm thinking, okay, I'll be cool now. I'm a responsible father. I'm very honest, though. I'm a responsible father. I was in in my home, one of my hometowns, with my best friend. You know, his, his mother down the street. I have my son with me. 
but I was still like, man, let me, you know, let me be loose, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I, I choose, I choose to, you know, just like you said, break off the pieces. I believe there's probably nine or 12 pieces. And I ate three. I believe that was a, like a third of the bar. And this ain't going to do shit. I ate three more, you know, half the bar sitting there with, you know, we're going to go eat dinner. And I'm like, damn. I'm like, man, let me just knock this bar off, bro. Because I, I wanted to go. We're going to go to the buffet. And I was just going to have the munchies. And I know the weed don't affect me. And I was like, you know, let me just trip out a little bit. And then um, I was going to come back to the room, put my son to bed, go to bed. Anyway, about halfway through the meal, I mean, me and my, I'm sitting there with my brother. My son was laughing. I, I was on one. I mean, I'm like, it, it started to creep up, kick, kick my ass. I was in the complete height of it. You know, my son's having a good time. Uh, his mom calls, hey, you guys doing good? Yeah. Um, we're telling high school stories, uh, you know, just complete laughter. And just like a, like a movie, man, like and I've had a bunch of these little situations out of my peripheral over my right shoulder, man, I see this man, like, all in black. And this was getting around maybe, like, midnight. And my, I was in the height of my laughter, and I get this presence that was, like, walking. And he was just being seated, but he was sat in the booth, right? Next, like, next to us, but in front of me. And he sat with his back towards me. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't see his face. I'm talking about black hat, black hair, black trench coat. Oh, black the fuck no. out. All Just after midnight. <laughs> Bro. And and my mind goes there. I instantly think he's like a, like angel of death or like a like a like an angel uh, or a demon or something. <laughs> so yeah, I tripping, swear it was like bro. a demon. Bro. I'm like, ha ha done. And then all these thoughts come rushing into my head. Bro, what the fuck are you doing? You're Man, you got your son out here in a casino. Like it's after midnight, bro. You're a horrible father. Get that fucking boy back to the room saved. I like get out. Of- I'm really tripping, bro. Oh, and um, and 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 like it's all it's on like my spirit. Like I'm like, oh, like fuck. I said, I said, I said, Mike, we gotta go, bro. What? I said, get me out of here, bro. Get me out of here. Yeah. And just, as soon as I say that, he's like, are you serious? I said, bro. Like we're done, dog. We're done. Done. You know, box the food, whatever. I didn't even wait for the, like wait uh, uh, for that. I just I got this sense, and it seemed like a million years. And I said, my son was already. I believe he was already asleep. He had kind of already passed out, like right there on the booth. And I was like, wrapped him up in this blanket and flung him over my shoulder. And I just booked it out of the out of the, the restaurant. <laughs> and uh, my boy's like, what the fuck? And he's like. He didn't even wait for me to do some cash or whatever. And we're walking through the casino floor. And for those who have been in, you know, in the casino, it's busy. I think it was probably a weekend or something. And after midnight, now my son's sleeping on my shoulder and I got the blanket over his head. Now, I, I, all I can think, I'm getting goosebumps. Like there's like a complete demon. Like this dude came into my peripheral and just into my realm of existence for some reason. Now you're creeped the fuck out, huh? Yes. But now I I am walking beyond briskly through a crowded casino with a with a child under a blanket. And and now I'm thinking like, oh God, now they're gonna think like I'm trying to abduct a kid or like, you know, do some weird shit. Like, oh man, I, man, I just got so paranoid. My heart is pounding a mile a minute. And I was just like, uh, and they're sending myself like, bro, just get to the room, just get to the room, just get to the room. Like, yeah, time was racing. Had really no reason to be nervous, whatever. We get to the room. I close the door, lock the door. Boy, boy he's like, bro, he's like, are you okay? I was like, nah, I'm tripping, bro. I was, I'm really like trembling, bro. I don't, I don't usually get like this. And um, I think these are signs, and maybe from a higher power. And it is funny, man, because, um, I know it's a long-winded story. I'm sorry. Oh, no, <laughs> but, man. I love it, bro. <laughs> you know, I, I, I throw my, you know, not throw him, but you know, I throw my son on the bed. Boom. He's passed out. Uh, you know, tuck him in. And 
and I'm sitting on the edge of the bed, and you know it's probably like one a.m. or whatever. And he's he's got a little uh, a little punani on the line that's gonna come pick him up from the hotel. But he sees how fucking just scared and freaked out I am, and you know, and him being one of my day ones, man. He had this girl in the parking lot, and he he literally looked at me. He's like, bro, he's like, oh, you're my dog, dog. And he's like, you know, I I love the puss. He's like, I can go with this bitch right now, dog. But oh, I've never seen you like this, bro. If you tell me right now, you need me to stay full, I'll tell this bitch to bounce. <laughs> Oh, that's a fucking brother and a half, bro. Uh, that's a homie. He, uh, and he, like, he, he literally, like, you know, he locked eyes. Like, he see me. I got my kid there. And, um, and, 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 uh, I, I looked, I just did that connection. And I said, I said, dog, I need you to stay. The bar is open. Sit back, grab a cold one, and get ready for the news you didn't even know you needed. From the frozen wasteland of western North Dakota to the tropical playground of Florida, it's time for tales of wonder and amazement. Put the kids to bed and pour yourself a drink. Lock the doors and close the blinds. Break out the cocaine and hookers. It's time for Happy Hour News. Something's not right, bro. <laughs> I was like, real, like I was a real rush. I was just like, yeah, we're just, just like kicking for just a minute, bro. I was like, I, I was like, don't leave right now, bro. I was like, not now, dog. I was like, tell her, tell her, spin the block ten minutes, fifteen. I said, bro, just not now. Let's dissect this shit. Anyway, he stays. We kick it, man. And a thought goes through my head. You know, I've been in the, I've been in the come down in the motel room multiple times. Now, this is where God comes into play because shout out to all the hotels that have the Bible in the damn dresser. Um, the, uh, another thought comes, uh, you know, um, I, I needed a source of energy and I forgot that they placed Bibles in the drawers. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh. And so, and so all this shit's going through my head and, but I look at my son and, and I'm feeling guilty and I'm like, damn, like I'm over here fucked up. You know, I'm too old for this shit, bro. Like irresponsible. He's completely fine. He's safe. You know, it's like, and sadly, it's just like kind of not normal shit for the way I've been since I've had him. But it's like normal shit just being in that town around everything, 24-hour drinking, partying, you know you know how it is. Yep, exactly. Um, and, but for me, I was like, I, I went over and like, I just um like, you know, kind of laid over my son to, um, to get some goodness out of him. Another thought came through my head, bro. And it, and it was like, I'm looking around. I, I need a, like a, like a, a power source right now. And, and the one most like purest, innocent thing in the room was my child. You know, he just radiates innocence and goodness. And I was like, Oh, and I just like laid over him and like, you know, Oh, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I started crying and shit. My boy, <laughs> my boy's like, you know, just looking at me and shit. I'm just like, Oh, anyway, and then something hit me again. Boom. Oh, there's the fucking Bible in the room. I was like, God damn, I need this right now. And, you know, I've went to it a couple of times, man, when I was freaked out. And as soon as I grabbed it, you know, my non-believing ass did say, all right. I said, you can go now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm good, bro. I said, I, I, just like that. This shit was almost instant, you know. And I tell this to my, you know, my post uh, and everything and, and he's always like, bro, see, that's God, man. I don't know why you don't believe. It's like right in your face, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, hey, it might be. But that was a long-winded story of just like a, a, a trippy bar <laughs> moment, you know, and just uh, but, but still seeking comfort, man. You know, I, I've had that too, like when I'm fucking too stoned, bro. And like you, you pay too much attention and you start to overthink sometimes, you know what I mean? I don't want to call it paranoia, but like, I don't know, sometimes when I'm too stoned, I pay too much attention to my surroundings. Like, I'm already situationally aware of my surroundings, but when I'm stoned, I, I observe more, and you just overthink. That happens to me sometimes. But, Absolutely. 
I would do the same shit, bro. All fucked up, and you see a fucking at midnight motherfucker with a black trench coat, black hat, bro. <laughs> the I, fuck, like, man. But and I'm talking about, I'm a kind of guy. I really go off my intuitions, man. That that's gotten me through my life, and I think whether I was on shrooms or not, like anytime, I don't care if we're in the damn casino. I mean, you already seen what happened with the Vegas, you know, shooter, man. Yes. Um. Yeah. If I see a dude all in black after midnight anywhere, like I'm dipping usually. And I'm talking about this was like summertime. You had no reason to have a trench coat, nothing. He didn't say nothing. Oh, that's he sat sucks. with his back to sat with his back towards me. I mean, pretty much it was like the Undertaker. Like just picture the Undertaker <laughs> walking in. You know, I'm talking about black hair. What the who is what is this? His eyes rolled and back. He, I'm just kidding. <laughs> To me, that was just a sign, and but I I couldn't escape the feeling, man. And um, I stayed up probably, man, until about five, six, and maybe almost till daylight, man. Really, I could I couldn't go to sleep. I, you know, I sat there, I said I said a little prayer, man, and just told God, I said, man, you know, I said, damn, uh, you know, there's something about getting that fucked up with my kid, man. Like I I, I just felt too vulnerable, bro, and, and um, I vowed. You know, never to really do that again um, around him, I guess, uh, or with him. Like, I, I just ate, you know, maybe nine pieces of an innocent chocolate bar. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I don't drink much, if at all, when I do shrooms anyway. But that night, man, it was just like, that shit all kicked in. And, and maybe the weed did, too, because I was just feeling all sorts of ways, man. But shout out to my, my homeboy, man. Have my back, bro. Hey, dog, you know I don't turn down pussy, bro. But if you tell me right now, you need me to stay, bro. I'll tell this bitch to me. And, and as a man, you're like, you know. Yo. You're like, hey, I, I get it. I'm sorry, bro. I I felt, and, and I knew where he was coming from. And I was like, and he knew that I'm not just going to, yeah, bro, stay. Fucking cock block shit. I just go off feeling. And then the spirit, too, or whatever was telling me, like, you need him. You need him. And I believe that. You know, that feeling. And then once I, oh, shit, I got my son. Got the little book right here. I'm good. You can go. <laughs> <laughs> just like that. Smiled, laughed. Uh, and he was just like, wow, all right. <laughs> I bet when you opened that drawer and you saw that book, you're like, all right. <laughs> yeah. Because I, I was laying over my son and like, and, 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 and I'm thinking, like, where else can I find like a, like a radiating light, you know? Oh, shit. You know, like like my son in that moment was my savior, bro. He was like my safety, bro. He, like, Even though, you know, I got a little out there, I got him back to safety. He, man, he's out just, you know, kids when they sleep is just so precious and everything. I'm looking at him and I'm just like, fuck. I was like, where's another light source in this room? And then someone told me like, well, look at the drawer. I'm like, <laughs> oh, wait. He's like, here's your sign. <laughs> yeah, man. But um, I don't know, man. You know, it's um, again, right? I just said like, oh, I'm not a. I don't know, man. I don't know. There's something. There's something to everything. I read the Satanic Bible like when I was younger too, and I don't know. I've done all that shit, man. Trying to play with Ouija boards. I, I read the Satanic verses and. You know, I tried to. You know, I used to be on my like devil shit when I was like eighteen, nineteen, twenty. You went through your rebel phase. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, like I even rebel, man. Um, I uh, I still believe that you you know I don't wouldn't want to, but I I I tried to like I don't know sell my soul or something when I was young. Like I you know that shit. So your soul to be famous, bro. I mean, you gotta make it worth it, right? Yeah, like I try to conjure up a demon, <laughs> and, and honestly, man, like sometimes. And I've had people tell me this. Uh, oh, I think believe uh, next week we're having Artie Hoffman on Psychic Medium. Oh, dude, I've had him on. He's great. Oh, yo, I'm so excited for that. And it's the it's the weekend before Halloween. Oh man. So, so let me tell you a little. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh no, I was just gonna just say I, I, I'm just so excited, especially because it's Halloween. I'm having read read me. You know? So so let me tell you a little bit of something about Artie, right? Like, he's an amazing person. And so I've always been a little bit 
questionable when it comes to psychics. Like I know, I believe some of that is real, but I I believe that most of them are kind of faking it, right? Like there's a psychology to it. But Artie, this guy is legit, bro. Let me tell you how. Okay, so I interviewed him, right? Now, um, when I talked to him, it, it was through Steve, and he's like, "Hey, text this guy." You know how he does it, and you know me and um, Artie just talked through text, and then. When I had him on the show, that's when we spoke, you know, through voice, right? And I was living with my homie. And um, the homie I told you this, Christian, and I've known him for 20 years. Um, he was going through a divorce at the time. And so I moved in with him. And But Artie didn't know any of this. He didn't know nothing about me, right? He just know I'm Chewy's host of Screaming Chewy Show. So I'm talking to Artie. And I'm like, hey man, so for the skeptical scary join. Oh, I'm Oh, I was like, what was that? <laughs> yeah, sorry. No <laughs> worries. But yeah, um, so I was talking to Artie and I'm like, so for the skepticals out there, like, what can you tell me about me? Something that they don't know. And so, like, I don't know if you use Zoom, but in the, like, uh, behind you, you could put a green screen, and I just put my logo, my podcast logo, right? Yeah, hell yeah. And so you can't see where I'm at or anything in my house, but he he, he was working it out with his wife, and she was moving in with us. So she they were moving everything around. She rearranged everything, decorate the house, right? And he's like, Chewy, are you moving? And I'm like, why would you say that? And he's like, well, I sense stuff being moved around your house, like furniture. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Like, the, dude, he is, he's legit psychic, bro. It's crazy. Okay. I mean, and that's the thing about me, too. I, I don't know, man. The older I get, I just become more accepting to, like, that sort of stuff, like beliefs and everything you can't change. And I, 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 I do believe that if one believes that they are or they can, then, then they are, you know, um, mm-hmm. you, go, you go to certain, yeah, certain parts of the world, you know, and they're doing voodoo or they're doing uh, Santa Maria or whatever they're doing. Mm-hmm. I believe that shit works for them, you know? Yes. And mm-hmm. so, I don't really take nothing lightly, but I'm still a super skeptic at the same time, you know? Yeah, bro. Like, like I was skeptic, bro, but no, Artie is legit. He blew my mind. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I, I've had a couple of, okay. The closest thing. And I wish, man, I would trade a lot of things to have these photos. I had two photos on, they're on Facebook somewhere. If I ever come in contact with Mr. Zuckerberg, if he can go back to the Facebook cloud 2008 and find these pictures, that'd be dope. But I, I met a woman similar to this one evening and I have another half brother who's gay, but whatever. I have a gay half brother. Mm-hmm. And um, and um, I'm just doing that to to clown on him. <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to the, but um, his father had passed away. And we didn't grow up together and everything. But his father had passed away. He's messing with this girl. Now her mother brings her over to the house. There was there was some kinky mother daughter thing going on because. She let the daughter go in the room and, and do her thing. And I could hear what my brother was doing with the daughter. And I'm just sitting out here talking to my mom. Like it's nothing. She's like trying to get to know me. And I'm thinking I'm going to smash the mom <laughs> right then and there. Didn't happen. Instead, we're just talking. I'm blowing some tree. Whatever, whatever. And she brings up, she's like, can I say something without freaking you out? Yada, yada. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. She's like, do you have anybody that passed away recently? And I look at, look at her like, nah, I'm like, hell, nah, 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 shit. And she's like, well, there's 
somebody here right now and he's trying to get my attention. Like she's just dead ass saying this. I don't know him more than an hour at this point. Oh, what and, the fuck? And she's saying he's here, bro. She's saying he's here. And I instantly oh. got chills. And, I, and I'm like, now the daughter's getting smashed in the room. I'm thinking she's, they're just both batshit crazy. And she says, does his name start with a J? And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, does, did your brother have anybody that passed away? And then it clicks. And I'm like, oh, shit. I was like, yeah, dad passed away a little bit ago. And she's like, is, is it a John or a, a James? And I was like, fucking way. I was, like, I said it in a very defensive, like I was almost going to like slap the shit out of her. Yo, fuck out like, of here. <laughs> yo, I stood up and I was like, no, fuck away. The, the hair is just sticking up. And I said, his name's Jimmy. I said, who are you? How, like, how do you know that? What is she's like, oh, it's cool. Like, he's here. He's, he, he's watching over you. And, yo, she was basically communicating with his motherfucker. I don't know. And she was saying how he thinks I'm funny, that he, he uh, loves me, and he appreciates me for looking out for his son and all all these things. Damn. And I said, bro, and I literally just went, I started banging on his, on the door. I said, bro, stop, stop. Get, get your ass out here, dude. Nah. <laughs> come on. Whoa, whoa. Come out here, dude. This shit's way more important. Some weird He's shit's going on. Deep. What the fuck? <laughs> he gets dressed. He comes out, puts little sweats on. I said, I said, nah, bro, nah, I'm pacing around. He sees a, but like I'm very frazzled at the moment. And I'm I'm almost like kind of like in tears, but like in those like weird, like scared, like frightened paranormal tears. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and um, I said, bro, I said, you know, tell him. She just proceeds to, to like tell him she's she's like, I think your dad's trying to communicate with me, this and this. My brother's a young hothead, so he didn't want to hear it. Nah, this and I said, bro, she like said his name, dude, and she said stuff about my character and. That he's telling her, and but I calm my brother down, got him down to to listen, and he he like vibed with it though. I think it actually provided him some form of therapy that night because he kind of sat there and just talked to him, and and then later on she pretty much took me on a ghost hunting excursion, and yeah, I I had pictures to literally prove it, but I don't anymore. So. Dude, that sounds it, fucking fun, bro. Yeah, it was the closest thing, the closest person that, that's brought me to the other side, as far as that goes. Even on a ghost hunting excursion, I was working at the place, old mill, doing some uh, deacon, uh, some demolition, taking the building out. Apparently, there was old history, people had died. Um, again, with the names. It was like an old office upstairs or whatever, old paperwork. I'm talking about from the 50s, 60s, 70s. Like this was an old mill. And she's calling out spirits and she's like saying, like, Steve, Scott, you know, Sean. Like she's trying to, man, I kind of go do my own thing just above. I got my flashlight. I turn the corner and there's a stack of papers, like office filing papers uh, that businesses would send out. And smack dab, like in the middle of this paper on top is the word Scott underlined two times. Hey everyone, quick message from Tucson's Rising Phoenix Fitness and Defense. Help treat anxiety and depression with martial arts training and education. Develop the confidence, skills, and fitness you need to stay safe. Our focus is real world self-defense tactics, practical and effective for everyone. You can find them at 4500 East Speedway Boulevard, number 4, Tucson AZ 85712, or you can call them at 520-838-1592. They are open from 9 a.m. to 9 p.m. So hit them up. Learn martial arts, very therapeutic, and you can learn to kick ass and kick depression's ass as well. So um, hit them up. 
What? And I, I mean, I took the pictures. Um, I could say this woman's name. She's still on Facebook. I, I won't do that. There, but yeah, like I, I just wish because I took a picture of the name, everything. She, I don't know. This, this lady was crazy. And then I was snapping pictures. I got a picture of a big uh, face. It was like a, it was a dog. Like a, like the most evilest dog that I've ever seen. But it was like a half man, half dog face up in the corner of the like rafters. Oh fuck that, dude! Fuck after, that. After she, yo, after she told me to point there, and then she started getting like hives, and she started having trouble breathing. She clenched my arm. I mean, hard as shit. Squeezed my damn fingers like a woman giving birth or something. And she's like, come on, we got to get out of here. Now, Whoa. I'm already believing this, bitch. I'm thinking I'm going to die. I, I have my camera. I'm just, and she's like, it's right behind us. It's right behind us. I, Don't fuck, bro. And I, I'm the only one that knows the way out, and I'm leading the way, and I got the flashlights. But I, I still got my phone. I'm just like, right behind me. And I hear her. Like, she's like really panicking, and I'm getting chills. And we finally just make it towards the little exit, and we get out and get in the car, and and she just like burns out of that place, man. And we get back to her place, but the pictures did reveal just before the exit. Now this, I debunked my stuff too. We were doing some uh, welding and whatnot. You know those big? Are they like? I don't know if they're CO two, but like big, big tanks that that you you, know, you plug in and hook up air and you know use the weld and shit like that, right? Like mm-hmm. big old tanks. Now, just like away from the tanks, but the tanks were in the picture and there's just like blackness around. And it, I mean, I don't know how to describe it except it was like a gray, it, it, it was too gray and too cylinder, like, like just a, like a snake, like a foggy snake, like all twisted, wrapped in, in crazy shapes, like a mist in two of the photos that I was taking when she was claiming that she was, you know, having trouble breathing and everything. And I was like, what the fuck? And to this day, like, you know, this was back in the MySpace in the early Facebook era. And I think I still had a, I believe at the time it was the, wasn't the Razor, it was just after the Razor. This was back in the day. It was a blue Motorola phone, flip phone. I was taking the shit on. Oh, was but, it like uh, the razor, but less wide? Yeah. I had that one. I think it was the Crazer or something like that. It, it was like just on the cuffs. I mean, we were still doing ringtones and call tones. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I kept the pictures up until maybe 2015 and then, you know, multiple Facebook accounts. And and then she Years go by, she hit me up. Do you still have the photos? I'm like, no, I was hoping you had the photos. No, I'm just like, damn. Fuck, bro. And, you know, my mom's seen, you know, several people seen them. And the one of the dog was so definitive that when I posted it, I didn't even point nothing out. The comments spoke for themselves. People were like, what the fuck is that? Exactly. I don't know. That's a, but that's the closest thing. That's the only kind of paranormal story I got. And I would like to experience something like that again, though. Yo, let's let's do it. Let's go ghost hunting, bro. Let's Man, you got a lot lady. of ghost towns out there in, in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Tombstone, that's a pretty famous Man. one. Oh, oh. Can I say one more thing? Yeah, man, yeah. <laughs> I, I haven't been out to Sedona. I hear Sedona's a magical place. Uh, but I have been out into the uh, Superstition Mountains out there outside of Phoenix. And the same buddy that was watching over me doing DMT and uh, that had my back in the room, on the shrooms, he, we had some stuff go missing when we visited the Superstition Mountains. What? Yeah, out of our car. Well, my car, but like dead ass. He put his keys, before we even entered the state of Arizona, like before we left Vegas, now, of course, they could have, who knows? Now I lock my doors, keep my windows up, like. But yeah, he put the keys in his glove in, in my glove box down in the corner. He's very OCD, and I'm not opening my glove box for nothing. I use my middle console, whatever. Um, 
we had keys missing, my laptop, uh, some cologne, and a pair of sunglasses specifically. And the, the sunglasses and the cologne specifically came up missing. Like we, we knew that day, like right after the, the mountains, but then the laptop, I was like, didn't use it or didn't need it until the next day. And I was like, where the fuck is my laptop? Bro? And yeah. And then when I dropped him off at the airport, he goes to just naturally get his keys and they're not there. Oh, hell so, no. But I had a great time up at the Superstitions, man. And they have a, a cool ass saloon over there, and there was like this old chess master. Oh man, it was! So, I had such a great time. I love Arizona, man. Fuck yeah, man! You say you come down to Phoenix often, right? Yeah, I try to uh, at least you know once every two years, you know, something like that. You know, get a good get, get a good weekend. You know. Well, hit me up when you're down here, bro. We'll fucking. We'll do something, man. Get some drinks. Find some ghost dogs. Some some hellhounds. No, that'd be amazing. Now, how far is uh, Tucson from uh, Phoenix? Um, hour and a half, maybe two hours, depends on traffic, and how far into Phoenix, because Phoenix is pretty big. Oh my gosh! Yeah, man. I think my got a sister or something staying over on like eighty fifth Ave. And then my brother was in, like, Chandler or something like oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then, I don't know if six, I don't know if 85th is in Mesa, but one of them was in Mesa, one of them was in Chandler, and then somebody was in Glendale, and, yo, man, okay. I was like, I would just tell him, like, screw this, man. Like, once I go here, I'm done until... Tomorrow, I can't. I can't be driving all over the city to <laughs> spend all day on the road. Yeah, huh? That traffic is insane out there. Hell yeah, man! We should definitely meet up, man. And um, but uh, where can people find your podcast and all your stuff, man? Plug your links, bro. Plug your links, man. First and foremost, just type in a uh, Harris is drinking again podcast on YouTube. I'm really trying to hit the YouTube. I want to get monetized. Uh, we got about 140 uh, subscribers. Um, you know, we need the 1K. We're also on Twitch uh, and Podbean under Harris's Drinking Again podcast. You can find me on Facebook under Harris Drinking. My Instagram is Harry underscore too scary. Want to give me a follow there? And I have uh, music on Spotify, Apple, iTunes. Under Harry Too Scary, and you can also just type in Desert Underground Volume One or Volume Two. Those bring up both of my uh, albums and catalogs. If you want to put them in your Facebook story, Instagram story, anything like that. Hell yeah! Awesome, man. Well, I'd like to thank you for coming on, man. Absolutely, man. Um, it's been an extreme uh, a pleasure. Oh. Maybe I can say one more thing. Uh, also, my co-host, you know, it, um, his Instagram is uh, Talk Teach Truth, and he'll be starting his own podcast called Talk Teach Truth. You can also find him on YouTube. Just type in Talk Teach Truth. Hell yeah, man! And um, brother Ray, you're welcome back anytime. And um, hopefully next time, have you back on, bro, and have your co-host on as well, bro. Yes, let's do it. We'll be on any time, man. I love making these podcast rounds and trying to grow brands and network and promote. I'm also interested in getting you on my show and, you know, next time uh, and learning some more about the uh, singer that you have. Oh, I want yeah. to get her on the show as well. Fuck yeah, man. Looking forward to it, man. It's going to be lit, bro. Absolutely. Right, I man. appreciate you, Chewy. And I appreciate you as well, man. Thanks for coming on. Yes, sir. All right, man. Peace.
Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. And if you'd like to support this podcast, check out anchor.fm slash gmail.com. Any contribution is greatly appreciated and that makes you my producer. If not, that's cool. I'm just happy you're tuning in. And hey, Screaming Chewy Show merch. Yeah, that's right. At teespring.com. Just Google teespring, T-E-E spring, Screaming Chewy Show. Just Google that. It'll take you right there. And uh, yeah, you could buy hoodies, t-shirts, socks, masks, you know, if there's any stuff you'd like to see on there or purchase, just let me know and I'll add it on. And uh, yeah, you'll be rocking, styling, social media. Don't forget to follow me on there on Facebook, Screaming Chewy Show. I like to share memes, just make up stupid shit, share my episodes on there and just whatever. Um, Check out my YouTube for video versions of my podcast episodes also in between episodes i like to add me streaming yeah watch me get scared playing a creepy game or die playing PUBG or some shit you know what i mean and uh, yeah just check out my youtube and uh twitter it's at Ch- screaming chewy yeah not screaming chewy show i should change it to that but for now it's just screaming chewy and uh thanks again for tuning in see you next week peace